You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. Have you ever heard of cycle syncing? What if we told you that you could feel better and work better by syncing up with your menstrual cycle? Sounds crazy, but it is crazy cool. And Megan Rempel is just the guest to help us make it happen. Megan is a registered nurse certified in women's hormonal health, a health coach, host of the Fit to Be a Mama podcast, and a cycle syncing expert. Her mission is to help other women discover that life can actually be easier if they tap into the magic that we all have inside us, our monthly cycle. She went from being an overwhelmed and exhausted mom of four to regaining control of her life through cycle syncing, and she's here on Thrive to help us all do the same. Today, she explains exactly how to do it with tips for how to work and even eat through each of the four phases of your menstrual cycle. Prepare to be mind blown. Stay tuned through this episode. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And now, welcome, Megan. Hi, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Welcome to Thrive. This is going to be a super cool conversation. We were just talking before we hit record. We have never had this topic on the podcast, but we're having some good old-fashioned girl talk today. You have a background that I think many of our listeners might not be super familiar with, with you being an expert in women's hormonal health and specifically in cycle syncing, which is really cool. So we're talking all about it today. Kick us off by introducing yourself and introducing us to cycle syncing. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for this. So my name's Megan and I am a mama for a wife. I am a registered nurse and I am also an online health and wellness coach. And I really like my passion is helping women to tap into the energies of their cycle and to use that as like a roadmap to be living a life that feels much more easy and effortless and more productive and more energetic. That's awesome. So paint the picture of what your own before and after was like for us, because I know you weren't always someone who did this cycle thinking, obviously we all start somewhere. So what was kind of the, the impact of it for you and explain for us, if you will, like what that actually means to psych, to sync a cycle, because I feel like my first thought when I first heard that was like, oh yeah, it's like when you hang out with your best friends and then all of a sudden you all have the same period, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's what I thought too. That's so funny. Um, That's like literally what the majority of women think it is. And they're like, why would I need to learn about that? Like, that's not that cool, Megan. Um, But I am here to tell you that what you're going to learn today on this podcast is so cool. And actually the really unique thing is that this information is already inside of us. We already know it. It's just, we're not paying attention anymore. So what I didn't realize when it came to our cycle is that we go through four different phases every single month. I had no idea. So if you, if that's like brand new information to you, you're not alone. I knew that there was a time of the month where we were most fertile, where we could get pregnant. And I knew there was a time of the month that we bled and otherwise 
I didn't pay any attention, right? It was just like this thing that was kind of a pain in the ass every month. And I just sort of like pushed it aside. And then once I was done having kids, really my cycle was not anything that was of value to me or so I thought. So I'll take you back just, you know, a few years ago. I've, so I've been an online health and wellness coach for about seven years now, but something just always felt off for me. And I think that probably I was a lot like most women who are likely listening to this podcast. You're a go-getter, you're an overachiever, you're doing all the things. You probably even have a lot of like those quote unquote healthy habits already in place, right? You're, you're working out every day, you're eating healthy. Maybe you've got like a journaling routine and a meditation practice and, and you're, you know, taking good care of yourself. For me though, it was coming from a place of like checking the boxes, like, Oh, did that. Woo. Awesome. Like I rock, I'm crushing this day. And it was feeling really good. But I also just felt like I was almost like run ragged. Even though I was taking care of myself, I still felt a lot of the times exhausted, depleted, like there wasn't enough hours in the day. There wasn't enough time for myself. And I felt like I was on this hamster wheel of just constantly go, 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 do, do, do. And in fact, I wore busy like it was a badge of honor. I loved and prided myself on being the most sleep deprived the one who could do all the things all day long, not complain about it and just get it done. But in reality, I was like, my head would hit the pillow at the end of each day. And I would mentally run through the checklist of like all the things I did and all the things I accomplished. But I was like, oh, like just something doesn't feel right. I feel unfulfilled. I feel like I can't keep up this pace for much longer, but I really didn't know what else I should do. And I still really wasn't looking into cycle syncing or even aware that my cycle might be at play, but there was a lot of, you know, there was weeks where I felt like I was on my game. You know, my workouts were coming easy. I was crushing them, pressing play with no problem and feeling good, getting up a good sweat. And my nutrition was on point. I was eating all the healthy foods. I didn't have cravings. I was satisfied after having like this big salad with chicken and quinoa on it. And I thought I was like a total rock star, right? Loved my business, felt connected to my children. Everything was going great. And then I would kind of wake up another day and I didn't feel like working out. I didn't even want to eat healthy. What I was eating last week was leaving me feeling unsatisfied and cravings. And I felt just kind of in a funk and Instead of just listening to my body, I would tell myself, Megan, what's wrong with you? You have no reason to feel like this. You could do that workout last week. So do it this week. Um, you know, stick to that healthy eating this week because, you know, you always quit on yourself. You're always a failure. You never can stick to anything. And it was this like constant self-sabotage that was happening and then, you know, I would get back to my quote unquote normal self and everything felt fine again. I was like, oh, that was just a weird week. Really what was going on is that my cycle was at play and how I sort of stumbled onto this was I read a book by Kate Northrup called Do Less. I don't know if you've read it, but it's such a great book. I highly recommend it for all women. And in that book, she really started to talk about our cycle and how we are a different version week to week. And when I read that, like my, like the light bulbs were just going off, right? I was like, oh my gosh, 
how have I not known this? And then it just became my mission to completely understand this information and absorb it and live it because it was so satisfying to me and it made so much sense. We are not the same person week to week. Our hormone levels are different. Our brain chemistry is different, which means our bodies need completely different things. So we're not crazy. We're hormonal. And that's actually a beautiful thing. Uh, it's so true. And as you're saying all of that, I was literally thinking like, yes, this is, this was me. This was me last week. This was me the beginning of this week. My own cycle, like where you beat yourself up when you're feeling one way, or you push through, or you just try to, you know, um, kind of work against it instead of working with it. So for you, this might be really interesting, or I guess counterintuitive to, to ladies listening in, because I think we can all also relate to our time of the month, or I guess I should say our time where we're bleeding every month, not exactly being like our most energized time, definitely not our favorite or like our best time of the month. Like, yeah, I can't wait. So if we want to get more out of our high energy days and not necessarily drain ourselves on our low energy days and really kind of differentiate between is it hormonal? Is it just me not feeling like it? Like when should I listen to my body versus when should I push through something or kind of figuring it all out? What is the first step to cycle sync and to really kind of start to hone in on, all right, what's hormonal, what's not, and make sense of all of it. Yeah. So the first thing that you need to do is just start to have that awareness, even realizing that you are going through four different phases every single month is that alone can, can change everything for you. Right. And giving yourself that grace of it's okay. If last week I was feeling this way and things were going well, and I felt energetic and I felt you know, outgoing and attractive and confident. And this week I'm really not feeling like that's okay. It's, it's all right. We're, we're normal. We're cyclical human beings and that's the way it's supposed to be. So the awareness is huge, but then also having some knowledge about, okay, so if we're going through four different phases every month, like what does that actually look like? And the really cool thing about this is that the four seasons that we go through in mother nature are actually very similar to the four phases that we go through every month. So this is going to be a really easy way for women to remember this. So when your period ends, so when your bleed has stopped, you are essentially in, it's called the follicular phase, but what you can do is just remember this is spring. So when your bleed stops, you are officially in the spring phase of your cycle. So your inner spring and think about what happens in the spring. Think about how you even feel on a beautiful spring day. You're feeling hopeful and optimistic. You can feel like this renewed sense of energy and you're like, okay, like I got this. You feel creative and inspired and you might even feel lighter and you're probably going to be craving more of those light, vibrant foods rather than like the stews and the soups right? Like it's just kind of like, it actually starts to make sense. Your movement should be fun and exciting and um, just something maybe new that you're not used to doing. So it's this like exciting spring energy that happens about the seven to 10 days after your bleed stops. 
And then you go into your inner summer phase. So this is your ovulatory phase. This is where women typically feel their best because our hormone levels are at their highest, meaning that your energy levels are, are also at their highest. So this is when we typically feel like we're our normal self, right? But there is no like normal self. We're four different versions every single month. So this is, yes, it's your high energy self, this phase, you can do all the things like you can literally be like hustling all day up at the crack of dawn, doing a hit workout. You're going to feel like you can stick to your nutrition really well. You're going to be energetic. You're going to be social. You're going to be like charismatic. Um, you're going to be just like feeling very attractive and confident. You can go after what you want in this phase because you're probably going to get it. You're like a manifesting generator in the ovulatory phase. The thing that we need to realize is that the ovulatory phase is only about three to five days long. So it's not a long phase. We as women are trying to live in this high energy phase all month long, when in reality, our body is only able to support that for like three to five days. But like, it's okay, because there are other parts of your cycle that are super productive and you're able to, uh, you're able to take advantage of those high energy phases, but then also take advantage of like the, the slower energetic phases, if that makes sense. Totally. That is already super wild. Wow. Okay. So then if we've got spring, we've got summer now, what's like our fall and our winter. (laughs) Yeah. So then after ovulation, we head into our luteal phase, which is our inner fall. So the luteal phase lasts about 10 to 14 days. And this is basically like the two weeks leading up to your period. So for those two weeks before your bleed, this is your inner fall. So think about what happens in fall, right? We're starting to hunker down. We're starting to go inward. We're starting to slow down. We're wrapping up all of the projects that we had started. And we're, we're basically like in that nesting phase. We're getting ready for winter. We know what's to come. In the spring and summer phase, that's when our masculine energy is really at its highest. We're, we're wired to like, go, 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 do, 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 be super productive, like efficient, let's go. And then when we transition into the luteal phase, the inner fall, that's when our feminine energy really takes over. And that requires us to go inward and to slow down and get a little bit more quiet with ourselves you probably don't even really feel like being very social when you're in the luteal phase because you just don't have that like outgoing energy anymore. You're more inward. And then of course we head into winter, which I think everyone can guess that's your menstrual phase. So that's when you're bleeding. So you go into winter, which lasts, you know, anywhere from say three to seven days for most women. And this is really when we need to slow down We need to take as much off our plate as possible. And I know you're probably thinking like, how are we supposed to do that? We are busy women. We are moms. We are business owners. We are like, we have careers. How on earth can we take things off of our plate? And trust me, coming from somebody who has four kids, a husband, an online business, working as a nurse, like I promise you, you you can take things off your plate. Of course, there's things you aren't going to be able to shift around, but there's a lot that you can actually move around when you start to become aware of your cycle and planning ahead that you will just sort of magically create some extra space for yourself in the menstrual phase. 
Okay. So now for people who are going, yeah, okay, Megan, magic was the key word there. Like it's impossible. Can you kind of walk us through what that reorganization process has looked like for you or how you recommend people do it so that, like you said, for all of those immovable parts on your calendar or those things that are really routine and regular and not already synced up with your cycle, how did you go about kind of doing a little reorganization or shifting things around where you are kind of mapping things or mapping as much as you can to it? Mm-hmm. I am like a big fan of having a paper planner. Like I just, I need that. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> and I feel like most women are, and I love my highlighters and like just all of that stuff. So a really great thing to start getting into the habit of, which you can start like this, this next cycle that you're going to have when we're in our menstrual phase, it is like, you know, a lot of women hate their menstrual phase. Well, once you begin cycle thinking, I promise you, you're going to like, I kid you not, you may fall in love with your menstrual phase because the power that it has is, is just, is amazing. So when we're in our menstrual phase, our right and left hemispheres of our brain are actually super connected. So normally throughout the month, one side of our brain is more active than the other. And it kind of switches depending on where we're at in our cycle, but in our menstrual phase, both are really working together. So our doing energy and our being energy are really inter intertwined, which makes the menstrual phase such a great opportunity to like evaluate things in your life, evaluate things in your business, ask yourself what's working, what's not working, and really get some clarity about what is it that I want in my life? How do I want this next cycle to feel? So where we, you know, we usually would start planning out our new month on say October 1st or at at the end of a month and we plan out the month. What you can start doing is start planning out your quote unquote month in your menstrual phase. So instead of waiting for the beginning of a brand new month to occur, do that planning and brainstorming in your menstrual phase, because it's going to be very, very powerful. It's going to feel easy to start planning things out. And then what you do is I always highlight in red, in a red marker, my menstrual phase for the following cycle. And I also highlight my ovulatory phase. So where I'm going to have the most energy. And then when I start to plug things into my calendar, so there's obviously things we cannot change. I can't change, you know, working a night shift in a certain phase of my cycle, like that's just scheduled in, but there's a lot that we can change. So put in all the things you can't change appointments here and there, any, anything that you can't get out of or can't move, but then make a list of like all the things that you need to do in the next cycle and start to be a bit more strategic. And you'll realize like, Oh, I actually do have control over my time. I do have control over a lot of these things. And don't be silly, like don't schedule, you know, if you're a business owner, don't um, schedule a program launch in your menstrual phase or your luteal phase. You're going to have no energy to bring to that program launch. I can tell you that right now, even don't schedule in like podcast interviews or live speaking events or anything like that. Do those when you're in your follicular and your ovulatory phase, because it's going to feel so easy. And you're also going to be magnetic. So really just, um, being strategic and aware of where would this best be? Because there's nothing worse than having something scheduled and coming to it. And you're like, 
oh my gosh, this is like the last thing I feel like doing. I have no energy to do this thing or create this thing. Why did I do this to myself? Whereas if you had done it like a week or two before, it would feel so easy and you'd be like, yes, awesome. I can do this. And it would be so much easier and quicker for you to do that thing. So that's like a big, big tip that makes things a lot easier In saying that, there is always going to be things that you cannot change that are not in alignment with your cycle. It happens to me all the time. But because we have that awareness of, okay, I've got this thing happening next week. I'm going to be at the end of my luteal phase or the end of my fall phase. I know I'm not going to have a lot of energy for that, but what can I do now or what can I do before and after that thing to help me energetically be prepared and also recover from it. So again, you can't change it, but there's some systems that you can put into place or maybe even some outsourcing that you can do as well. That is wild. How do you take into account if something throws off your cycle? Because I know obviously like things like stress can come into play, or if someone has a hormonal imbalance that they might not even be aware of, Um, or just any other thing that's going on in your body where it might throw things off unexpectedly or in the middle of your cycle, or if you just don't have a regular cycle, then what do you do? Yeah, those are really great questions. And I actually just talked about this very briefly on Instagram this morning because I am, I'm usually a very low stress person, but I've had some very stressful things happen to me in the last couple of weeks that have really thrown me off course. And I have not felt my, my best self, I'll be honest. And I'm in currently I'm in my ovulatory phase. So I actually right now should be feeling like on top of the world. I should be so productive. I should be able to create things really easily and just have this like high vibe energy. I feel the complete opposite to be honest. And I know the reason why I do But if I wasn't aware of where I'm at in my cycle, I would probably beat myself up for feeling the way I'm feeling and also pushed through anyways. I would tell myself, well, you've got to do these things, do them anyways. But I have this, like, I feel so connected to my body now because of cycle syncing that I'm able to sort of sit back and be like, okay, even though I'm in my high energy phase of my cycle and I should be feeling a certain way, I'm not. And that's okay. Here's why I'm not. And there's nothing I could do about that. But there are some things that I could do to help me in the meantime. So really aligning my nutrition to where I'm at in my cycle is huge. Something called seed cycling is also really, really powerful for natural, naturally balancing our hormones. And also my daily movement, making sure that my movement I'm doing is really in alignment with where I'm at in my cycle so that I'm not creating any extra stress on my body. But then also just finding some ways to really connect with myself, which is what I would typically do when I'm in that fall phase where my feminine energy is higher. So I'm taking some of those things that I would normally do in the luteal phase and I'm incorporating them now. So more journaling, more meditation, more of that inward energy, even though I'm in my outward energy part of my cycle, but just really honoring that. So that's sort of one of your first questions. Um, And then for women who maybe aren't experiencing a cycle or experiencing a regular cycle for whatever reason that is, let's say you do have a bit of a hormonal imbalance that has 
created irregularity in your cycle. One of the best things for you to realize is that going on the birth control pill is not going to fix that problem. It's a band-aid solution. So please don't just don't just jump on, you know, a, a prescription for the pill or any type of hormonal birth control to fix your cycle because it's not going to fix your cycle. What will fix your cycle is aligning your nutrition, aligning your movement, aligning your lifestyle. Those things will absolutely help to get your cycle more regular. Um, seed cycling is a big one. Like I just mentioned, that will help so much, but in the meantime, what you can do, because if you're like, well, my last period was 45 days ago. So I don't know when it's coming and I don't know what phase I'm in. This is might be a little out there for some people, but we as women are very in tune with the cycles of the moon of the phases of the moon. So the moon goes through four different phases in about a 28 day cycle, just like we do. So the phases of the moon have different energies with them and they are very much aligned with the four phases of our cycle. So for instance, we're coming up to a full moon at the time of this recording. And you can always check out where the phases of the moon is just by doing a quick Google search. So right now we're coming up to a full moon, which means that's the ovulatory phase energy and a new moon is the menstrual phase energy. So you can align yourself to the four phases of the moon and start to practice cycle syncing that way. It is incredibly effective. It might sound really out there, um, but I promise you it is, it is like factual. Can you explain for everyone kind of like the science behind that for how that works? Because if people are now rolling their eyes being like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to like sit under the moon and feel better. What, how does that actually work from a scientific standpoint? Yeah. So I don't actually know that to be honest, it's, that's not my specialty, but I do know there are tons of women out there educating on the energies of the moon. All I know is that a lot of the times when women aren't experiencing a cycle and they look into the energies of the moon and where it's at, they will actually be able to channel that higher energy of the phase that the moon is in versus the lower energy of like the new moon type energy. So I'm not the expert for that. Unfortunately, I find it very fascinating, but it is just a really helpful guide. And I actually completely align to the full moon and the new moon energy. So I always know when my period is going to be coming based on the cycles of the moon. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned nutrition and seed cycling. Can, yeah. so can you give us the quick lowdown on what seed cycling is? Because that's probably a new term for many folks. And also if there are kind of like better things to eat, to support yourself nutritionally through each of the four phases. Yeah. So seed cycling is essentially rotating, um, a combination of seeds depending on which phase of your cycle you're in. So for the menstrual and the follicular phase, so that's winter and spring, you want to have a tablespoon of flax seed and a tablespoon of pumpkin seed every day. And then when you transition into the ovulatory and luteal, so summer and fall, you want to have a tablespoon of sesame seeds and a tablespoon of sunflower seeds. I actually have recorded a podcast all about this with like somebody who is, is very educational on the seeds and she explains it so well. So I can always, you know, you can link that in the show notes, that episode, but essentially there is different, um, 
components in those seeds that help to balance those hormones naturally. So either increase your progesterone or increase your estrogen, depending on where you're at in your cycle. And even if you do nothing, but just start seed cycling, you will begin to feel a lot of changes and you can naturally balance your, your cycle and get it regular again. Wow. Okay. We will definitely leave that episode in the show notes below. Um, but give us the lowdown then on like some favorite foods for each cycle. Yeah. So again, if you just remember, you know how people will talk about eating seasonally. So in the spring, eat this way in the winter, eat this way you get to do that every single month with your cycle. So eat seasonally within your cycle. So when you're in your inner spring, which happens right after your period ends, you're going to just naturally crave. If you pay attention, you're probably going to crave lighter foods. So lighter sources of carbohydrates, quinoa, beans, lentils, you're going to want things like stir fries and smoothies. And then same thing in your summer phase, all of those fresh fruits, anything cold is really like, our bodies crave that coldness when we're in those higher energy phases. And then as we transition into the luteal phase, this is where you actually need more calories. So if you're trying to eat the same way all month long, it's likely not working. And you're probably self-sabotaging the week before your period, because your body is not getting enough of the proper nutrients and enough calories. So if you need about 300 more calories, you've got to change up your, your food and what you're actually consuming. In the luteal phase, if you can remember anything, remember this, have roasted root vegetables. And the reason why I say this is because roasting root vegetables has this sweetness to it, which will help to curb those cravings that do pop up at the end of our luteal phase, but they're also more dense in calories, but also root vegetables help to, um, they help to like eliminate the excess estrogen that might be hanging out in our bodies in the luteal phase and excess estrogen leads to things like PMS, which is not normal. PMS is not normal. We are not meant to have terrible cramps. We're not meant to be bloated. We're not meant to have really sore breasts. We're not meant to have spotting. All of those things are a sign that your body is not in alignment and that there's a bit of a hormonal imbalance that can easily be shifted just by changing up your nutrition and your cycle. And then same thing in the menstrual phase, you're not going to want to have salads and smoothies and, you know, lighter, you know, quote unquote, healthier foods. You're going to want more of the comforting nutrient dense foods. Your body is going through this intense process of shedding its lining. Your energy levels are so low. You need some really nurturing foods. I'm not saying like go for like the macaroni and cheese and, you know, like just dive head first into that, but make some really healthy soups and healthy stews and chili, all those kinds of things. That is wild and such good information for everybody to hang, everybody to hang on to, because I feel like we all have these ideas in our head of our go-to foods right before we have our period, what we're grabbing, what we're reaching for, what we're craving, and even just knowing that it doesn't have to be that way, or it's not necessarily maybe even normal or healthy to be reaching for that. I mean, I'm sure we all know that like downing all of the chocolate isn't exactly healthy. Um, but if we at least can bring awareness to the fact that there are other alternatives that might curb the cravings, but also be good for you and have better results in terms of how you feel too. I feel like that is 
a total game changer. All right, Megan, this has been so helpful and informative. So thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Thrive. I want to get things wrapped up by asking you what we ask every guest on the show, which is what does Thrive mean to you and how do you strive to thrive in your everyday life? Well, I think you can probably guess this answer, but really like thriving to me means living in alignment with my cycle. Really this gift that we've been given is our roadmap. And I think that that is the key to thriving as women. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell everybody where they can find you online to connect with you more and learn, learn more about all of your coaching and all of the other helpful stuff that you do. Yeah. So I actually have a podcast. It's called Fit to Be a Mama and you can download that on any podcasting app. And I am on Instagram. My handle is at it's Megan Rempel four. So I T S and then Megan Rempel four full disclosure. I had to create a brand new Instagram account, not by choice. So I am rebuilding and just really excited about the content that I'm putting out there. There is a link in my bio that has a freebie in there, which will help you to get started like right away with cycle syncing. So it's not something that you need to, you know, decide like, okay, I'll start next month. It's literally something that you can get started today and start to make some changes.